Well, grace, mercy, and peace be unto you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. On this fifth Sunday of Easter, we're talking about the Easter resurrection and, of course, what that means to us. And I read from John chapter 14 where Jesus says, Because of the resurrection, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God, believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many rooms. And if it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? Well, dear friends of Christ, uh, I'm holding a ticket. And, and it says it, just in case we don't know, ticket. Right? So it's very clear that this is a ticket. Now, the ticket is not to anything particular. It's just a, just a basic. But imagine, imagine that this ticket is to something spectacular. You know, not a movie ticket or not a ticket to the Iowa or Iowa State football game, which would be a pretty spectacular event. Um, no, this is, this is for an event that is much more spectacular. It's an event that nobody wants to miss. It's an event where the body and the souls of the dead will be raised. And the body of the souls of the dead will be raised to eternal life. And life will be made complete if you have a ticket. And this is the day, of course, when Christ returns and we have the resurrection of all flesh. Now, if you don't have the ticket, you miss the event. So obviously, the ticket in my illustration here is faith. So we're talking about clinging to Jesus as your Lord and Savior in life. But you don't want to miss this event. You don't want to miss this incredible day of celebration, the day when you'll be welcomed by the God, the creator of the world, Jesus the judge, and he will welcome you home to God's new earth. He'll give you a new body and he'll welcome you into his new universe, his reformed, remolded universe. This ticket is a guarantee. Your faith is a guarantee that you're going to be there. And that's what the Bible says. And, and that those who have had their sins washed away by the blood of the Lamb as Jesus Christ died and rose again on, on Easter morning, that those who have been saved by the blood of the Lamb get this ticket. Those who believe will have this ticket for perfect life, a, a life of eternal perfect healing, a life of perfect joy, a life of perfect happiness. It's a personal possession. It's my possession. This ticket belongs to you. It's a treasured possession. Nothing more precious than the ticket of eternal joy, eternal peace, eternal happiness. This ticket, faith, it assures your entrance into heaven. It guarantees that you'll be there for all eternity. But also imagine this, right? Imagine all your family and all your friends, um, those people out there you know who don't have a ticket. They don't possess this personal possession. Imagine all the children out there, all the little children who don't know Jesus as their Savior and Lord. And they can't, they can't purchase this ticket. It's not for sale. This heavenly ticket is, is not available to them. And when that day comes, they're going to be locked out. Locked out of that great day, of that spectacular event. They won't, not only will they not be part of it, they won't even get to witness it. 
They won't even be there to see it. And they'll never know what they've always longed for. Perfect joy, perfect peace, perfect happiness, perfect love. And how do you think they'll be feeling on that day? Now think of your friends, think of your family, think of the children. How do you think they'll be feeling on that day when Christ returns to not have a ticket, to not have someone welcoming them home to heaven, to be left out? They won't even be invited to the event, so just feeling lonely and broken and distraught and eternal fear that grips their, whole, their heart and their soul, their whole being for all eternity, destined to death, destined to eternal death. Okay, now that you've imagined all that, now let's also say that by happenstance, God has given you a whole bunch of tickets. And you only need one. You need one for your personal guarantee, for your personal salvation. But God has given you a whole bunch. What are you going to do with them? What are you going to do with all these tickets to such a spectacular event? Are you going to sell them to people? Of course not. Because it was given to you freely. Are people going to be able to do things to get them? No, no. They simply just receive them. What are you going to do? You have tickets for all the rest, for all the rest, for people in the whole world. What are you going to do? Are you going to share them with your family? Are you going to share them with your friends? Of course, because we want everybody to have this ticket, the ticket of salvation. Just imagine, as we consider our theme, ticket to the heavenly mansion. Do you know what a ticket does? A ticket guarantees you a place. That's what tickets do. They guarantee you into a place, and having a place is important. Um, whether in a sports arena or whether at, at, uh, in society, having a place in society or having a place in life, um, it gives a person a sense of belonging. Having a place. This is where I belong. This is what I stand for. And... You know, I, I remember the one place, it was about a couple years ago, I went to OU with a, with a friend who's listening, and we went to an OU football game. We had incredible tickets. I was on the 45-yard line, three rows up. There were 90,000 people in that stadium. I felt privileged. I looked up, I looked around me, I looked around the whole stadium. Everybody in that stadium that's above me wishes that they could be where I, I felt wealthy, because this is where the wealthy people sit. Whoever had those season tickets, they're paying a pretty price for them. And I sat as though I should be there every, every week. I sat as though I belonged there, this sense of belonging, this sense of worth, this sense of satisfaction. I had a place. And it felt good, and I loved my place. You know, when a younger adult leaves home, they leave home and they leave their place of that place which they felt comfortable, and they go to a new place. 
But then someone says, there will always be a place for you at this table. And how comforting that is to know that the future is not so scary as long as you have somebody that will welcome you home, that you have a place, uh, that somebody's going to uh, love you and care for you. And that's why homelessness is, is, is so difficult, because there's not a place. There's not a place for these people. The physical effects are bad enough, but the emotional effect of not having a place, not having a sense of belonging. You know, in most sanctuaries, everybody has a place. You come to church, and if you were to take a picture of the congregation on Sunday and then take a picture of the congregation the next Sunday, you'd see that people have a place. They have a pew, and they have a spot. And they pick that place because it feels comfortable to them, because they're probably sitting next to family or friends, and there's a reason why they picked that place. It's a sense of, a sense of commitment, of belonging. And that can be good or bad. It can be bad if people are selfish about it. And then they walk into church and someone says, you're in my place. Right? That would be a bad thing, especially for visitors. But, you know, if, if you're sitting there and that place gives you a sense of belonging in the congregation, a sense of belonging in the sanctuary, a sense of belonging to God, then in that sense it's a good thing. That you sit in that pew and you belong. You, 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 deserve, you, you feel like you, you should be here, you're part of the family. And people get all personal about that. They get all personal about their personal place. And there are a lot of reasons. Some people pick their place for a matter of convenience. Some people pick their place because they're sitting next to friends. Uh, there's a story about a guy, uh, a young man, who sat in the same spot because his uncle had sat there. And then his uncle, being a Christian and a very wise man, had noticed that his nephew had not been coming to church very often. And he said, nephew, before I die, I want you to promise me something, that you will sit in my place when I'm gone. I'm in that place every Sunday. I need somebody to represent me in that place. And that boy came every Sunday and he sat in the place of his uncle. And it gave him a sense, and what a place. And one day we're going to have a place. A place that will inspire us for all eternity. From a Savior who has inspired us, with a faith who has inspired us, with a sacrifice that inspires us with a resurrection that excites us. And we have a ticket. Now, I'm not talking about a place in the sanctuary, obviously. I'm not talking about just any place at an event. No, I'm talking about this place in heaven on His restored earth in your new bodies when Christ returns. Don't you see? Even Jesus knows how important it is to have a place. And that's, that's why he talks about it to his disciples just before he died. Remember, Jesus was about to die. He was about to face uh, the, the crucifixion. He was about to be beaten uh, for his profession of being the Messiah. And he goes and he tells them that all that is ready to take place, do not fear. Believe in God, believe also in me. For in my house are many rooms, many mansions, the NIV says. And I go to prepare a place for you. 
Prepare what? A place. Yes, Jesus is preparing a place for you. A sense of belonging. And that's exactly what he was telling his disciples. Don't let your hearts be troubled. You have a place. You can endure anything. Because when you go through the trials of this world, you have a place. Because you hold the ticket of salvation. What a privilege it is. And those disciples, they did. They endured persecution and they endured death. And they did it because they knew they had a ticket. They could die in Christ and not worry about a thing. And that's exactly what Stephen did in our text, didn't he? He died in Christ and he didn't worry about a thing. He simply looked at the heavens and he said, Father, welcome my spirit. Because he knew, I have a ticket, the guarantee, the assurance that I will be there. It's a resurrection promise that kept him going, that keeps us going. That resurrection promise, as a matter of fact, for all who look forward to Christ's return, we look, we look forward to that with great expectation. And we even pray it in the Lord's Prayer, Lord, thy kingdom come. Let's have Christ return. Let's get this all over with. With great expectation, bring in that new life. And it's all about freedom from this sinful world, freedom from this sinful body, freedom from the brokenness that's here. It's all about our future with God. And Paul writes, in God, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel, the good news of your salvation, and believed in him, you were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee. You receive the Holy Spirit, who is the ticket. The Holy Spirit is the ticket of your inheritance. We are sealed with the promised Holy Spirit who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise and to the glory of God. Yeah, this is the Easter promise and is important for today. It's important for you right now. It's important because this resurrection faith that we possess gives us the faith to endure. Listen, not everything is great in this world. This is a fallen world of sinful and death, and this world has its share of trials. We don't have to necessarily die for our faith, as did Jesus and Stephen, and many of the apostles, except for John. But we do have COVID-19. Economic struggles, there's sickness in the world, there's death. You know, there's anger, there's violence. People getting more and more frustrated with government, more and more frustrated with the world, more and more frustrated with each other. You see that brokenness, and it's not supposed to be this way. And God promises that it won't stay. God promises that it won't always be this way either. And that's the hope of the church, isn't it? That all this is temporary. And our hope is built in Christ. It's a promise. That if you possess the ticket of faith, you're going to get to that place where all of that sin and brokenness is gone forever. And that faith keeps us going. That faith helps us endure. Do you have any uncertainties in your life? Anything that, uh, you, you, that you wonder what the future is going to bring? It doesn't matter. 
because you have a ticket. You have a personal possession of eternal life in Christ. You have a place that one day Christ is going to come back and He's going to call your name and your body's going to rise from the grave and there will be, in, during the Easter season, a resurrection, not just of Christ, but of all people. And not just of all people, but especially His children who will be raised to eternal life. And you have a place in that eternal life. God's place in heaven. And Jesus said, for wherever two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. You have that possession right now. Jesus Christ is with us right now. Gathered together as one body in Christ. Jesus here. We live in His presence. We live in His possession. In the possession of Christ. The Bible says, we are the temple of God. Why are you the temple of God? Because you have the guarantee the Holy Spirit living in you, who seals you in the truth, who seals you in the faith, who seals you with salvation that was purchased for you by Christ. And that's why Jesus assures you, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God, trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? You know, Jesus' death and resurrection turns everything in life around. And one day we will inherit, inherit a place. And inheritance comes through death. Christ died that we might have an inheritance. And Jesus promised, then the king will say to those on his right, those believers, come, you blessed of my father, take your inheritance. Come, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Not until we take our place in the Son. Yes, and so we take our place in Christ because we possess this faith, this saving faith, this ticket of salvation. That's a personal possession, a a precious treasure. I possess it now, but it will not be completed till later. It means everything to me now, but the full value of it won't be known till later. But that doesn't mean that the preciousness that I own and possess today isn't my possession today and it's free. Free in the house. Cost you nothing. Cost Christ nothing. His life and His suffering and death and bearing the sin of the world for you. And that's why Jesus says, come. And He invites you to His supper. Come. Come into my presence. Receive my body. Receive my blood for the forgiveness of your sins. Now is the ticket. Believe in me and and have have life. Believe in me and and be forgiven for the day is coming. The day is coming where you will see that that reservation for you in heaven. Do you know anyone who lacks this precious possession? Do you know anybody in your life doesn't have a ticket? Think about all the people you know. You know, I walk out in the world and I look at people and so often you can see that they're lost. You can see it in their eyes. You can see it in their demeanor. You can see it in their behavior. 
millions of people around the world don't have a ticket. And think about your friends, think about your family, the people that pass you by on the street and, and ask yourself a question. What are you going to do about that? You live in the Easter resurrection. What are you going to, what are you going to do about that? Invite somebody to have a place at the table. Invite somebody to have a place in our sanctuary. To have a place to come and worship. To have a place to come and gather. You know, these videos are online. And these worship service. And what you can do is you can share them. I don't know if you know that. But right under that video that you just watched on, on our Facebook page, you can click share. And it says privately or publicly. And you can share it on your timeline. That means that it's just like you sent out a text, a Facebook text to everybody. I watched this. I want you to watch it too. And you can share the Bible study that we, that we provide at 940 live. And afterwards, you can watch it again. This live streaming service, you can watch it again. You can share it so people can hear. And then there's all my videos on how to become how to, how to know what Christianity is. How do I know that I possess this ticket? Watch my videos. Go to our website, www.spencer-church.com. Go over to the Education tab, uh, and then go down to Adult Instruction, and all my videos are there. Thirteen videos. And we have a workbook for those, but you can invite people to that. We have workbooks, and, and, and you can come pick up a workbook, and you can invite your friends, and you say, I don't know what to tell anybody. I don't know how to share the resurrection promise. But just to share this gift. And if they look at you strangely, <laughs> what are you talking to me about all this for? Just remind them about the ticket, and you want them to be there. You, don't, you want them to have a place that you think is so very important. And some people will take it and put it in their pocket, and they'll receive it, and other people will reject it and think that you're awful silly and that your pastor's strange. But someone that you welcome might come and take the invitation to be here every Sunday to have a place among us. And won't they be blessed? To witness a celebration of this great coming event. To have a ticket of God's love and grace. Amen. And now may the peace of God that passes all understanding keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus and to life everlasting. Amen.